And so this got me thinking, actually, all this came from a song that I had heard. And so it got me to thinking, like, how often we exclude people in our lives that we really could have an impact on or an opportunity to share Jesus with them or just in general, somebody to be nice to. Because we've talked about how important it is to be kind to other people and and to treat them in the right way that we would want to be treated. Mm -hmm. And you know, we're supposed to love others like we love God. And so today we're going to be discussing, you know, loving God, loving other people, inviting other people in um, to be a part of your group because there's no reason we should be clicky in anything in life. Yeah. What's this? I want you to share with them the song and who sings it because I think that music, and praise and worship and listening to lyrics sometimes really honestly just is something that kind of stirs up stuff inside of you you know Mm -hmm. and and as a you know as you just said listening to that song really made you think of okay there's you know this thing this saying that even like you know kind of what I'm feeling in my heart is even preaching to not just older women, but teen girls too, you know, like you can't sit with us. I already have my group of friends and it's so funny because women kind of do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like I've already got these people, no more allowed, whatever. But the, what it is, is that, you know, we always need to bring those in that we can love in some way. And I think What I see as myself is that, you know, I bring something unique to the table um, just as you bring something unique to the table. And the way that I love someone and how I love someone might not be the same way that you love someone. And so we all bring a certain kind of love to the table of loving others. And um, just because we haven't have enough in our group or we might think we do, that doesn't mean that our love that we shine and that we share um, just can't bring that specialness to someone else. And so love God, love others. But what's the song? Sorry, I got off on a rampage. <laughs> but what's the song that you were listening to and who sings it so that they can hear it? So it's My Heart, Your Home, and it's by Maverick City Music. And y'all need to listen to it. It's a beautiful song. But one of the parts that stuck out to me, and this is kind of where it came from, is it says, come on in and take a seat. I made room for you and me. Well, of course, they're talking about God. Like, come on in, take a seat. I've made room for you and me. And, you know, I just, I think about all the times that Jesus sat at the table with people and broke bread and and just, like, I can't even imagine how amazing that must be to know that Jesus sat at your table. But what if we told you that he can still sit at your table? You just have to invite him in, allow him in, open your door and say, come on in, take a seat. I made some room for you and me. And so then it had me thinking about welcoming other people, like outside people, friendships. Like, we are supposed to open up our homes to other people, Mm -hmm. take them in, love on them. You know, there's certain people that don't get invited over to other people's houses, and they feel unloved, I think. I mean, I remember what it's like 
when I was little and seeing all the cool kids at church going out to eat together and we never got invited and yeah. I used to think something was wrong with our family. I was like, well, is it my mom? Is it my dad? Like, what's the problem? Why don't they like us? Mm-hmm. And so it, that whole title of no new friends or you can't sit with us, it drives me crazy because I just, thinking on it, like, it's just, it's not right. Yeah. And it hurts people's feelings and can cause so much damage. But um, now I'm getting off on something totally different. But so, come on in and take a seat. I made room for you and me. And then it goes on to say, never leave. Oh, Jesus, stay with me. Come on in. Take a seat. And so, what if we invited him in and we didn't want him to ever leave? You know what I mean? And I'm not saying you invite people to your house and make them stay there and and keep them kidnapped or (laughs) hold them captive. (laughs) Oh, wow. But I'm just saying, like, what if we open our home, our hearts to Jesus? We invited him in because that's where it starts. That's where he works on our hearts at. But we also invited others in like we invite Jesus in. Sometimes it's so hard not to interrupt while you're talking (laughs) because, like, I have, like, 500 million things running through my head right now. And I just want to be like, oh, 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 I saw you looking at me smiling. I I get so excited sometimes, you know. It's like, my turn, my turn. Yeah, I know. I'm like, okay, I got something. I got something. (laughs) Um, So... One of the things that I wanted to share from the beginning is that, you know, the Last Supper, Jesus sat down and and he ate a meal with people who even were going to um, turn against him Mm -hmm. um, afterwards. And uh, the crazy thing that I think of is that, you know what, sharing meals with people that you may not like or sharing meals with people that um, you may not have like a deep connection with or something like that, um, or you know what, share a meal with someone that might have turned their back on you or might turn their back on you. You know, the thing is, is that Jesus knew and he still shared mm-hmm. that meal. And we don't know, right. you know, but in our hearts, we are supposed to love as Christ, love God, love others. And if we know Christ and we have a relationship with him and we've come to salvation through accepting him, accepting him into our hearts and, um, the deepest thing is, is that we have his spirit living inside of us and we are supposed to truly live as he would live here on earth. Mm -hmm. And what does that look like? That looks like inviting people that don't look like us. That looks like sharing meals with people that don't look like us. But then it got me to thinking as you were talking to, is that my goal this year, and I'm probably screaming in this microphone (laughs) because I'm so excited, but my goal this year was to basically like invite more people into my house like have more people into my space um in my home Mm -hmm. and then COVID hit and it was like well people really aren't going into people's houses really right now because uh, they're probably (laughs) gonna be like don't need to wear a mask in your house (laughs) no but seriously you know and then my other thing is is this is getting off on a rampage is that it was I wanted to offer myself more grace oh my goodness. The two hardest things to be able to do right now, because yeah. I'm surely not offering myself probably enough grace with this homeschooling and all this other stuff, yeah. but then inviting people into your house. And so it's kind of, I'm almost feeling a little bit of like in my heart, what, you know, what are you doing to make sure those things are still happening, mm-hmm. even though you can't do it the way that you, you thought it was going to look like, right? you know? And yeah. so really like sitting at the table with everybody, but you can sit with us. Mm-hmm. And making it a way where people feel welcomed yeah. to sit with you. 
You started the year off right, though. I mean, for New Year's, you had different groups of people at your home. I did. And so you did, like, she literally, y'all, started it off with a bang, <laughs> January 1st, 2020. <laughs> and that's the day we launched our podcast, it too. Was. So, I mean, you did try. It's not that you did it, but yeah, COVID has really kicked us in the gut. Like, I mean, it's, it's stopping us from a lot of stuff. But, like you said okay, we can't necessarily have people in our homes or maybe they're not comfortable or maybe it's just the safest thing to do. So what can we do? That means we can go to them. We can drop them off meals at their houses. Yeah. We can put it on their porch. It doesn't have to necessarily be taken inside. We can send them a gift card for them and their family to go somewhere or order food. We can just send them a sweet, thoughtful text, you know, a card, yeah. old-fashioned card in the mail. Like just reaching out to somebody and let them know they're being thought of, they're being prayed for, they are accepted and loved right where they're at. That alone, you know, is breaking bread, in my opinion, mm-hmm. you know, like sitting down and breaking bread together. And so there's ways around it, even though it's not the way that we would typically want it to be. Yeah. But truly, like I'm thinking back on like elementary, middle school days when you're in the cafeteria and there's like all these groups of girls gossiping and then you like walk up with your tray and then they stop and then they look at each other and then they laugh. But like... <sighs> There is no room for that. We are adults. We are Christians. And if you're not a Christian, we love you anyway. And we want to invite you to sit at our table because we don't exclude anybody because of anything, whether that be their race, whether that be um, their sexual preference, whether that be their religion or, or their beliefs, you know, the politics, whatever that may be. Like, we love you where you're at. And there is something for everyone at our table. Yeah. It made me think of, you are welcome here. Mm-hmm. Like, you can sit with us, but, like, maybe as now, like we say, you are welcome here. You are welcome in my home. You know, we have these doormats that yeah. we put, and it's like, you're welcome, or... Does it say that? <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. You're... Well, mine says welcome. There we go. Welcome, or just... hello, goodbye. I was just thinking. You are welcome you're... here. <laughs> I have a sign that says, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. I like that. Well, the thing... Maybe that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> then it got me to thinking, like, <laughs> you say, okay, woo. We got too many coffees. Yeah, you say, <laughs> thank you, you're welcome. And I was like, well, that would be weird. That was a weird <laughs> Thank mat. you, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. But really, you know, like, Holy Spirit, you are welcome. That's yeah. probably what my head is really it thinking. Is. You know, it's just thinking too fast right now. But Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. You know, like, Everyone should be welcome. And if we're showing the love of God and then we're loving others, that we really, when we love God, we love him first. We really do show love Mm -hmm. to others, you know? And I think, I know if I'm not putting God first, I'm not loving others either because God coming first sheds that light of love Mm -hmm. out. And I can really tell that even in my days. Like, if he's not first in my days or if I'm not loving God the way that I'm supposed to and the way that I'm meant to love him, like, I'm not really probably loving others the way that God has really meant for me to either. That's true. I mean, I can definitely see a difference, too, is if I'm not putting him first and I'm not including him in my day. I mean, if we're not fueling ourselves, we can't fuel other people or help yeah. lift them up and build them up. And so, you know, one of the important, most important things in the Bible is loving God, loving other people, loving your neighbor as yourself. And Mm -hmm. how can you really do those things if you're not loving yourself or if you're not loving God, you know? So it's like a circle. It it takes a lot of work and effort, but you know, 
why can't we love people like God loves people? You know, like if anything else, we should love others the way that God loves them. We should see others the way that God sees them. We shouldn't judge others by any other thing, regardless if it's right, if it's wrong. You know, we love and, and God judges. And that's just the end of it. We love each other and we leave the judging up to God because that's what we're called to do. And I wanted to share a scripture and it's a little lengthy, but I'll try to shorten it up. It's um, 1 John 4, 7. And it's actually in my Bible titled, um, Loving One Another. Um, it says, Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in God lives in us and his love is brought to full expression in us. I mean, I have love underlined every single time it says that and I, mean, I can't even count it that quick, but it's probably at least 10 times, but if God loves us enough to send his one and only son to die on the cross for our sins, then we should love God that much, but we should love each other that much as well. Man, that's pretty deep because if you think about it from, it's deep, but it's simple. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's deep to know that God loves us that much, but it's simple enough to know that if we could only live by those simplicity of we love others as God loves and God loves us so deep, like, I... I I think we've even shared how many times it says love in scripture, mm -hmm. but how, how easy and how better the world would be. I know it's so simple that it, we make it complicating. Mm -hmm. And I just, I just, the problem with us as human beings is that we are constantly fighting against the enemy. It's a battle every day and you know, he's always coming at us, but truly We've got to see past, you know, people's sins because we are all sinners. And we just really do have to open up our arms and just love people where they are. Like Crystal said, they may not look like us. They may not even smell like us. They could be dirty. They could be homeless. They could, they could smell. But you know what? It doesn't matter because God loves them stinky, dirty, pretty, clean, whatever. He loves everybody the same. And so that's something that we really need to work and focus on. Shoot. I'm telling you right now is we see exterior and we, we, like you're sitting here saying smell and we smell the exterior. We see the exterior. We hear the exterior. But the truth is, is I've been stinky and dirty inside of mm -hmm. me. You might not have been able to see it. You might not have been able to smell it, yes. but the inside of me was nasty. Rotten. And Lord have mercy if somebody could have seen the inside of me, they sure you said rotten. <laughs> but Lord have mercy if somebody could have seen the inside of me, like, they would have been like, I don't want you sitting at my table. Right. You know, I don't look what you're thinking, what you, what all that stuff, you know, yeah. or, and that's what we see. That's what we love is we love what, what we can see. But the truth yeah. of the matter is, is God loves us despite what he sees. Mm -hmm. He sees past all of that and he sees what he has made in yeah. his image. And yeah. that's how he loves us. Right. And that's how we have been made to love others. Right. I love that so much. I mean, truly, he sees through all the muck, through all the dark darkness, and he truly 
truly, truly just loves us for us. I mean, we are his creations and that's how we need to start seeing each other is through God's eyes, loving one another, regardless of smell, appearance. You know, somebody could look great, have it all together on the outside and be totally broken and rotten like you were talking about or molded on the inside. I mean, you know, we reflect what our heart feels. You know what I mean? Like, so we got to get our hearts right with God because that's where it begins. And then once we start doing that, we can love other people. It has me to think so, probably so many beautiful people that you look at and you think something else of are the most beautiful people on the inside. And that could create such a beautiful universe for you to see a different light. Mm -hmm. And that's why we should say all are welcome here no matter what. And you can sit with me no matter what. And that means no matter what you've been through, no matter what you've done, no matter what, you know, like we love Christ together Mm -hmm. and that's how we love you. I'm going to share a devotion that I read once that I really liked. Um, We all want to make a difference in this world. And if the difference is going to last beyond our lifetime, if the difference is going to last beyond our lifetime, I repeat that because we said repeating is good. If the difference is going to last beyond our lifetime for generations and generations to come, because what people see in our families and our children is all that is the way that we react, the way that we love. If the difference is going to last beyond our lifetime, love is required. Mm -hmm. It's a necessity. It's required. We need to throw ourselves into the work of kindness, the habit of forgiveness, the deeds of goodness, and the actions of love. None of these will fade or fail because they are guided and blessed by God himself. Who is love? None of these will fade or fail. The habit of forgiveness, the work of kindness, the deeds of goodness, the actions of love. I'm repeating all of this because it's even sticking in my head better. None of these were fade or fail because they are guided and blessed by God. Mm. Because God is love and that is love. Mm. Is is acting and responding and, and doing those things in God. Because that is God. Taking action. Yes. Mm. That's powerful right there. I mean, we could end it for sure. (laughs) But, I mean, just like you said, it's very simple, yet we make it complicating. And that's what the world needs more of right now is love. Yeah. Love. That's unity. We need to come together despite our differences all the way around. Who, Who cares at this point? We all answer for our own choices in our lives. So, it would be a much better place if we would love one another regardless of anything else, any other circumstance, whatever that may be, whatever that may look like, sound like, and just love each other mm-hmm. because this world would be such a better place. What, what's that song, All We Need Is Love? I don't even know who sings it, yeah. but man, I just, I, like, it just makes me want to go love on everybody. I know. Look, we're going to end it here though. And I'm going to end it with these lyrics from a song by Danny Gokey. And it's called Love God, Love People. You need to listen to this one as well. But I'm going to leave it with this chorus of the song. Gotta keep it real simple. Keep it real simple. Bring everything right back to ground zero. Because it all comes down to this. Love God and love people. Mm. We're living in a world that keeps breaking. But if we want to find a way to change it, it all count, it all comes down to this. Love God 
and love people. Mm. All right, guys. So you think about all this. And we honestly are going to take this to our heart as well and figure out ways that we can better love God and love people. We're so glad you joined us today. Yes. Prayerfully consider welcoming people in your home, obviously, when it's safe. And um, have a great week, and we will talk to you all next week. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.